0: Chronicles. My name is Brian Teneka and this is the podcast that tells the stories of creative professionals, giving you the information and motivation you need to get started, stay focused and thrive as a creative professional. Today on this episode, we have the phenomenal guest joining join us. We have in in-house today, Ada In She is an amazing developer, she is a Turkey, she is a graduate of the prestigious University of Nigeria, and uh, she is also the CEO and founder of She Code Africa. She is the queen of memes in African uh, Nigerian tech scene. It's a pleasure to have you join us today. Thank you so much. Thank you.
1: Thank you. It's my pleasure.
0: What we usually do in the first segment of this podcast is talk about the intro story of our guest and how they got started into tech. Uh, we uh, where you studied microbiology in UNN. What what happened? That how did you switch into tech? And um, what, what about tech got you interested? That made you switch? And how it, how did you switch?
1: Okay, so when. Uh, i get this question a lot a lot of people get confused as me switching my course back then in school from microbiology to computer science or something related to tech but i think this is actually an opportunity to clarify that i actually studied microbiology all through what actually got me interested in tech was um the fact that I wanted to do something different. I've always been the type of girl that likes to do something different from what her fellow girls were doing. And in my department, we had lots of girls. And I found out very few of them were interested in things related to technology. Uh, from my fellowship, I had... Um, some of the leaders were um, Google Students Ambassadors and they kept talking about um, some of the activities and inviting us so I saw that as an opportunity and I took it went there, attended the first one and ultimately became a member and saw that their activities were interesting um, from having to things to do concerning um, software development, concerning design, several aspects of technology marketing, digital marketing, it piqued my interest and also seeing that there were very few girls there, I wanted to prove a point to other um, guys that were present in the event and also other girls too, that a lady could also achieve this. So that was what um, helped me pick interest in it.
0: Amazing. Uh, Wow. It, it I definitely understand that it's a new field for you, so uh, and you've achieved remarkably, you've achieved a lot in remarkable time. What would you say uh, is the guiding principles behind your successes?
1: Well, the one principle I like to uh, keep at hand, one principle I like to follow is trying not to uh stay on one lane and in this sense I mean trying out a lot of things I see myself as someone who is ready to explore various fields, someone who is ready to try out new things without trying to think of the negative consequences try this thing out, find out what it does, how it works it might be uh, in software development it might be um, in holding an event, it might be in trying out a new technology, basically anything and not giving myself boundaries that was what actually helped me Um, starting from when I actually started attending these meetups and becoming more active. I applied for a lot of things. I didn't care if I was qualified or not qualified. I just wanted to have the experience. I applied for a lot of things, both paid internship, non-paid internship. I was just applying. I'm the applier. I keep doing things without wanting to know if it was going to result into something good. It was actually giving me the experience in terms of... um, filling out applications in terms of um, attending interviews so basically i didn't give myself any boundary i just went for whatever i wanted to do without thinking of negative concern so yes
0: wow amazing so you are the explorer and experimenter this is awesome
1: exactly exactly
0: <laughs> uh, what what has been the best advice you've received so far uh Especially when you got started in
1: tech. Um, that's for me to be me. Like, person telling me, just be you. Um, so, funny enough for me, when other, um, ladies talk about how they get intimidated when they're just starting out in tech, I didn't see it that way. Um, (laughs) let's just say I have had that um, experience, like a lot of time, I grew up with that sort of experience seen from the fact that I grew up around boys like I was the only girl, so I already knew how to um, draw amidst boys so I didn't see that as um, a barrier to becoming better, but then finding out that this was what almost every other lady in tech was facing and People come in to meet me and tell me, oh, if you're not, it's not the same thing as growing up with your brothers. They are your brothers, they are family. This one's not family. You're going to meet a lot of people like this from different backgrounds, from with different training, with different mindset. If, and some of them will try to convince you to step down, which I have experienced that a lot. And if you just remain you, if you just keep setting your eyes on your goal and not get deterred by what people are saying you will actually get better and that's what i've been doing so far which is which also helps with my being experimental and my not giving myself a boundary so yes
0: okay okay so uh i I definitely know it's a fact that there is no challenge free part you've even mentioned a couple of it but uh Let's talk more about it. What were some challenges you experienced and how were you able to handle and overcome them?
1: Okay, so um, for me, while starting out, I definitely experienced a lot of challenges. Um, Firstly, I was used to, when you want to learn something, people sit you down and walk you through that thing. Um, And getting into tech, I realized it was actually a lot more different because I was coming from a very minor technical background and when I mean minor technical background, I mean in terms of, oh, um, operating a Word document, um, Mavis Bitcoin type of, uh, uh knowledge and the rest. So it was quite hard trying to find my feet in, um, the tech waters, I would call it that, there wasn't really, like, anybody to sit me down, and I was having a clash of interest between microbiology. All this happened when I was in school, so between microbiology and tech, with no people, nobody um, to like, convince me to keep moving further. People weren't ready to actually put me through. They just directed to resources. Oh, Google it, um, search for this, give me links. But there wasn't really anything. I had to dig deep, like, dig really deep um to actually find my roots so i think that was one not having people um okay no realizing it's um you owning your own learning mm-hmm. i realized that the hard way and then also the fact that i didn't have any pc up until my final yeah yes yeah. so most of the times i'm practicing with my tablet that's my notepad and my phone I actually had um editors, code editors, on my phone and my um notepad, so it still didn't stop me. It didn't stop me at all. Um, so I think yeah, that's just it. Those two factors really hindered a lot, but
0: yeah. So you had to own your learning and also not let the lack of a PC stop or derail you.
1: Exactly. Wow.
0: Exactly. wow amazing amazing Okay, looking back at your uh, career if you were to start all over again from scratch what would have been something you would do differently what would you have done differently
1: um, nothing really because I think everything I have experienced and everything I've gone through have been able to shape me into what I am right now so I don't think there's anything I would love to change I do not regret the fact that I studied microbiology. It's even um, helped me in my story that I'm telling um, to people these days. In The fact that you can study something else and still be great technically. So, I don't think there's anything I would love to change. I love it the way it is. And if I were to go back, I would still love to go through that path. So, yes. There's nothing.
0: Okay. So, uh, what would you do more of that you think now would have given returns maximum returns on the the time you spent in learning what would be that thing that would have returned to maximum if you had focused more on it when, when you started
1: um I think that would be um doing a lot of more um learning so before graduating I didn't have a wide um understanding of how the real tech industry was so i didn't get to do like a lot of practical things i was more of the tutorial 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 build minor things i didn't take them serious so i think that's what i would do so
0: yeah wow definitely definitely like <clears throat> the the real world is um is a real paradigm shift from what, what uh is experience in schools and, uh, in training periods, it's yeah, that's
1: true.
0: totally different. Okay. Uh, let's shift a little and let's talk about, um, She Called Africa. Amazing, amazing, okay. amazing concept, amazing organization. Thank
1: you. Thank you.
0: Why did you start She Called Africa? And, um, what is the vision for it? What, what do you intend to achieve? What, what was that, uh, problem or issue or who you want to solve with She Called Africa?
1: Okay, so um, basically, I started out She Called Africa um, just as a theme of celebration. 2016, right after I graduated from school, I was still at home and on World Programmer's Day, I realized there were very few ladies they were celebrating uh, so, there's this reputable company um, organization, a tech organization, known globally. I wouldn't want to mention those. Um, tr They were celebrating um, programmers across Africa, and it was just a lady, just one out of all. And that was celebrated. And I felt, okay, I have come across several ladies in tech that are actually doing awesome. Just that they do not have that platform for people to actually see them for them to showcase what they've been doing so far so i thought of doing something first of all starting out with my close friends my fellow women in tech that i knew my network and just celebrate these women some of them actually do awesome things but they are not the media savvy type so they their their knowledge of them is not really vast and it started like that and i was getting what people call as accolades yeah. so i was getting positive remarks about what i was doing people were actually surprised there were ladies like this that were doing awesome things even some of more than what um some of the people who are being celebrated are doing and they wanted to do um they wanted to actually be recognized and also i realized uh, there's no addition There might be subtractions, but there's no addition. It's just still that same set of people. And I wanted to bring in more people from across Nigeria. And then I thought of, oh, this could actually go forth. So basically, our goal is to celebrate and inspire and empower um, female software developers, ladies software developers, and technology lovers all across Africa to show forth um, their positive... um, energy, their works, their accomplishments to the rest of the world. Let people know that. Um, when you talk about developers in Africa, the women are also doing awesome things. Too. Wow. So yeah, wow. that's it. Amazing. So
0: um, I, I feel like um, programs you intend to start soon or there is something in the works or do um, you have uh, a an event coming up or a platform that you use to showcase, apart from your social media handles, what else are some of the platforms you use or the programs you intend to start?
1: Okay. Um. So, we turned um, organizing a boot camp. So, basically, like I said, our goal is to Celebrate, inspire, and empower female developers across Africa. So, we're not also just looking to tell stories of people who are already established. We're also looking to bring in more women. So, we're focusing our energy right now on organizing boot camps and bringing in more women into this world of technology, into software development. So, planning to hold um, boot camps um around July, August. Still not decided yet, and. Personally, for me, I have had like a very busy schedule since this year, so it's going to be like a bit hard um, working with my team and bringing um, together to achieve that. But hopefully, July August would we'll have a boot camp for people, um, for ladies, specifically for ladies. And then towards the end of the year, would we'll also have one. Still like an experimental idea. That's the one for towards the end of the year. Still have one for the um elderly um, citizens and people who are looking to come into the tech probably just for the fun of it just to have an idea and some of our bootcamps might not just stop ads, um for ladies we would also have guys to show that we're not also discriminating and then also uh, planning to host uh, events just to uh, bring in women in tech those who are already made those who are looking to come into it and those who are already into it to just network, discuss. That's from across various fields, not just software development, cybersecurity, information, uh, uh, information security, like several aspects of technology. Just bring them together. It might be like a cocktail event. Still, still not sure yet. And just talk about tech, talk about um issues that are bothering them, and talk about um new topics trending in software development. Just get to network and meet and greet them yeah, wow.
0: just a- is, uh, definitely when those events come up, we'll definitely put out the word out there. And, um,
1: Thank you. We'll get, uh,
0: all the accolades and support, it rightfully uh, deserves. <laughs> all right, okay. um, now let's uh, go into another segment in this podcast. It's called Demystifying the myths uh, There are wrong notions people hold and we have about tech and the tech ecosystem. Uh, living with women in tech, there are wrong notions. People who could you help us demystify uh, some myths about this tech ecosystem for us? You've been in the industry for a while, so uh, you have seen firsthand some of the myths, and just help us <laughs> demystify some of them today.
1: Okay, so the very obvious one, which is what I have been advocating for, is first is that. Um, ladies cannot thrive in technology. That's in myth that everybody's working towards um, alienating and basically tech isn't um, just for a specific gender. It's for any gender anybody can do it so long as you have the uh, mental skills so long, so long as you have the technical skills you can do it. You do not have to um, be a particular gender. And another thing is um you studying or you coming from a technical background before you can a- be able to come into tech and when i mean um technical background in terms of your college education or your university education you do not have to study computer science you do not have to study uh software engineering you do not have to study um tech related courses or Yes, tech will get courses in school before you become someone, uh, a person in tech. I've seen I've seen dentists, I have seen doctors, I have seen um, lawyers who are coming into technology. Um, Irei because she studied law and uh, I think physiology, psychology, I can't remember. And she's doing great. She's a Google developer expert right now. I know of mobile dentists, she's a dentist, and she's also in tech. Um, I have a friend who's um, studying medicine and he's looking to go into machine learning. He's already a data scientist. So it's not basically about your course that you studied you can always come into tech it might be part-time it might be full-time i've seen footballers i've seen basically i've seen different careers all coming into tech some full-time to focus on it as a career some just because they have the zeal and they just want to um, have the knowledge of some of the things that happen around them in software development so i think that's another thing and also I think I'll just state three minutes that need to change. The third one would be... Which I said I learned the hard way. The third one would be... Nobody owes you anything in tech. Mm. Nobody owes you anything. We will we, we'll tell you to come into tech. But then you have to own it yourself. Do you really want to come in, into this thing? If you really want to come into this thing... How far can you go to be able to succeed in this thing? How... Um, How much are you willing to do? How much um, effort, how much energy are you willing to put in to actually go find in this? So you need to own your own learning. You need to be ready to not wait on anybody to do anything for you. You need to be ready to do all the research yourself. And probably just if you have somebody to report to, just report to and go back to doing things by yourself
0: this bit already it's just amazing like especially the, the last one you said that uh, no one owes you anything that you have to own your yeah. own learning like it's yeah. a really really big thing for a lot of people like most times we are used to the conventional ways of learning they would have a tutor and the person just holds their hands all through like and it becomes a little challenging
1: and I'm, I'm saying this because I, I have like a lot of people who actually um miss me offline and online and tell me they want me to mentor them in tech. Okay, fine. I stated, um, at first, I I didn't always tell them I wouldn't have the time. I just accepted because I was still new in it. I was still new in mentorship and, oh, I was excited to do this thing and was willing to help them if they were willing to put in all, all the effort. But then, as time went by, I realized they were actually expecting me to do all the work for them that give them a uh-huh. them um things to do, give them links, um, follow them, update back, report to me and everything. And then I realized uh, these people were actually thinking it was uh, a secondary school or it was uh, a tutor thing. And So since then, I've had to talk to these people. Fine, I would mentor you. I would give you link to startup or software development. I would give you a link for a particular course you're looking for, but I would not follow you up day to day. I would not ask you or call you to find out your progress. You would have to be the one, if you really want to do this, you'd have to be the one to reach out whenever you have issues, which should be at very minimal times. Is when you have issues, reach out to me. And I think that's helped That's helped a lot, but then it's not like everybody is going to know this, uh, I still have to state that you have to own your own learning.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, because... You are the one in control of how you want to learn. You are the one in control of how much you would learn, and you are the one in control of um, how far you'd want to go and how far you are committed to something. Amazing.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I must say this. Okay. Um. Let's do something a little fun. Um. Okay. okay. Uh. If you could have one superpower, uh, what will it be? <laughs> uh.
1: <laughs> One superpower, Uh, I think that would be the part to be able to just scan through my or scan through um a new framework, a new language document, and just um grasp everything. I don't have to keep trying and trying, trial and error before I get to be able to learn it. So I think that's the superpower. I actually really do need. Wow, wow, that's amazing. Look superpower. through it, yeah. get it, do something awesome. At
0: first, so yeah, yeah. Okay, um, this your superpower just uh, leads us to our next question. Um, how how do you stay updated? Because this technology field is innovative; it's ever changing. Like, if you stay for three months, uh, you get obsolete. If you don't stay updated, so how how do you stay updated with the ever changing field of technology?
1: Okay, so um, I'm also into technical writing, so. I I gave myself this um, motive to always churn out one article at least one article per week. And when you're into technical writing, if you're really versatile in technical writing, you'd always be on the outlook for new technologies. You'd always be on the outlook for new languages just to try your hands on. Because for you to be able to write about that thing, you need to have the knowledge of it. So me trying to grabs, probably, um, react, um, probably going to build a very simple project about it. So then, even after writing the article, I might pick up interest in it and want to take it up from there. Like, a few days ago, I wrote about GitHub Learning Lab. I just wanted to try it out and give a review, and I found myself doing some of the courses there. was quite interactive. Now, if anybody would ask me if I know about GitHub Learning Lab, I'll, um, confidently tell you this and this and this about it so i think technical writing has a way in helping you stay up to date but it's not compulsory to um be a technical writer some people just are not cut out for it i think another way one can do it's just um having the zeal really if you don't have the zeal probably pick up projects you might not want to finish it to the end but when you pick up a project um uh, if you find out you don't have interest in it you stop halfway But if you see, if you find yourself working on it and adding more features and almost building an MVP, you definitely have more knowledge about it. And it definitely push you, learning a new language, a new um, technology will definitely push you to learning new things related to that. So there you find yourself learning more things. Recently, uh, I picked up this interest about blockchain. And I'm finding myself uh, doing a lot of research on cryptocurrencies and the rest. So there you have it. Like pick up something new and just try it out. Start out with it as fun, or also just do a um, technical write about it.
0: Yeah! Wow! Amazing! Amazing! And um, I-, I also
1: think that um,
0: staying subscribed to, especially newsletters that are relevant, can could also.
1: Yes! 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 Thank you for mentioning that. That is also another way to do that.
0: Yeah, yeah, amazing. Okay, uh, two more things before we let you go. Uh, I understand you are quite busy. Uh, I appreciate you for your time. Like I'm really, really grateful. I don't take it for granted. Thank you so, so much for your time.
1: Yeah. You're welcome.
0: Okay, um, uh, how with uh clients or people who want to support she Code Africa, how how would they get via mail or via messages on your social media? pages or how, how do you want them to get in touch with you if someone wants to partner with you on She Code Africa Once, I, I saw that you had an then for writers to come on board She Code Africa just support in general She Code Africa how get in touch
1: Okay so um, we have an email address <coughs> very basic email address that shecodeafrica.gmail.com any reach out anybody wants to reach out to us um via mail that's it she at gmail.com and then we're also very active on our social media we respond to we respond to our messages whatsoever and then um okay i think yeah that's the two ways and personally you can also reach out to me personally on social media um always available so those are three ways there are social media accounts there are gmail address that is she could africa at gmail.com or personally on my social media pages so yes
0: okay 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 so uh, on the on final note uh, you, uh, you help us and uh, for two sets of people we want you to close and uh, like your advice for Developers that are just starting out, like um, newbies in the industry and those who are about to enter the industry, and finally, uh, industry veterans, those who are already in the industry. What would be your advice to both sets of people? How, how do you think they can contribute for the growth and betterment of the tech community in general? Okay. okay. Um,
1: for the first set of people, my advice to them would be learn as much as you can because a time will come where you would um be a little bit irrelevant but not totally irrelevant. A time would come where you would have to mentor people and you would not have time for yourself. A time would come where you would have to take senior roles probably probably uh a senior um software developer, senior technical advisor. You'd have to take up um admin roles, and you wouldn't have time to work on new tech. You would have time for um self learning because you have to do a lot of things for those under you. So take as much time you have to learn new things. Don't say you're learning them because you want to build a project or because your company is making you learn them learn things to satisfy your own learning. Learn as much as you can. Be be hungry about these things. Be hungry about technology because, like I said, a time would come and new people are coming in and you have to move higher and when you go higher, there's really no time for you to do self-learning. And then for those, um, for the veterans, I'd say try to explore other aspects of tech, it's not just coding it's not just programming, there are other several fun aspects of tech because also a time would come Or the, uh, for some people the time has already come for them uh, you can't keep coding forever, you cannot you can't keep coding for the rest of your life um, in terms of a job if you don't look at if you don't um pick up probably like interest in entrepreneurship and start up your own company, you can look into there's several aspects of tech that do not have to involve you writing code um two for seven. So try to pick up interest in other areas. It might not be full time, it might be part time, it might just be for fun or side projects or side gigs. Just but just pick up interest in other things because the um Technology industry is really moving rapidly, and nowadays you're seeing people of 14 years, you're seeing people of 13 years, you're people of seven years coming into tech. And before you know it, you are looking like the oldie, and you have to give space to them because um, companies want these young ones to come in. And then you might be left um, obsolete because that's the only thing you know how to do, which is code. So if you can look into mentoring, if you can look into giving advices. obviously when this thing happens you can move on to um advisor roles you can move on to project manage there there are lots of awesome admin uh roles in tech industry so try to um look into other aspects aside coding so that's what i have for those two sets
0: wow wow phenomenal phenomenal i have picked a ton a ton of useful information from today's episode like plenty uh but, but i keep I skipped one question, sorry. Let's just go back to it and okay. let you go. Uh, balancing. How, how do you balance everything? Because this field can be demanding on uh, your time and everything. How do you balance relationships, uh, uh, family and everything? Having to also have time for yourself to refresh and not burn out. How, how do you do that? How do you balance?
1: Um, to be honest, uh, right up to now, I still haven't been able to balance um, because my shadow can be, be thwarted sometimes when you make plans. Uh, but so far, for me, is I, I don't really have a specific thing that has been working for me, but I think it's self discipline. I'm learning to say no to some things. Uh, say people want you to come speak at an, at an event say okay I have uh I have to go to work Monday to Friday and then you want me to speak at an event on Saturday and on Sunday I'll have to go to church uh, or if this your event is outside the state or outside the country I'm obviously going to spend the weekend there or so and that's like less time for myself so I'm letting to say no to some things uh, and not feel bad about that. I get requests almost like every weekend to come speak at so and so events. I'm learning to say no, so I think that's been working for me so far. And learning to um um fit it into my own um schedule. Learning to have them adjust to my own schedule and not me adjust my schedule for them. But uh, aside that, like I said, self discipline. Yeah. Uh, the fact that I also have to work on uh yeah that also have to work on other projects i stay up late till two three o'clock which it's not advisable most times because of the health but it's sacrifice but i'm still learning to balance the whole thing so yes
0: yeah it's it's a journey we are all on uh various various stages in our journeys like we get to learn stuff and um it's amazing it's amazing i i must say uh thank you so so much i really appreciate today uh coming on this platform it means a whole lot to me i say thank you so so much
1: yeah you're welcome it's my pleasure to our Mm
0: -hmm. listeners out there i trust you picked a ton of information from today's episode remember that the only way to get started is to just take that one step and just do that thing remember to go out today and create awesomeness my name is bright emeka i will see you next week thank you (laughs)